Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 523. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to throw out one question that I think is such an important question to ask yourself when considering a relationship, when you're unsure of what to do, maybe with someone you've been dating for a bit, when you're questioning your relationship or your choice in a partner. Very normal things in life, I suppose. Um, That is normal, right? It's normal to question yourself. Relationships have ups and downs. When things get serious, when things are going well, when things have a hiccup, you know, it's normal to feel a bit of, you know, is this right for me? What am I doing? Is this it? It's not always a bad sign that you're asking yourself that question, that maybe you feel some familiar doubt creeping up. Because as I love to talk about in the podcast, the right person puts an end to cycles. And in the past, if you've struggled with commitment or you've been hurt and you tend to protect yourself or you're holding on to insecurity, you know, you're going to feel that even with the right person, but the right person will help you find clarity and comfort. That's clarity and comfort you've never felt before. They'll put an end largely to those cycles of the past, but you need to be able to ask yourself the right question in that context to find that comfort and that clarity. So here's one question to ask yourself if you're feeling unsure, and it's a very practical question, but it has big implications. And this is a question that I've heard being passed around lately, um, and I want to take it in a slightly different direction than I've heard people talk about. And the question is, if someone were to tell you that you're a lot like your partner, would you see that as a compliment? That's it. If someone were to tell you that you're a lot like your partner, would you see that as a compliment? And the reason I think this is such a powerful question is, 
you know, despite the obvious, right? You know, do you have similar qualities? Do you have good qualities versus bad qualities, the whole thing? And I'll talk about that in a second. But I think this is more powerful than that because just for a moment, it forces you to look at them and yourself and your relationship together through outside eyes from, you know, 10,000 feet. And normally I'm not a huge proponent of that. You know, I say see your partnership from your own eyes, not outside eyes who don't know you or know them or, you know, see your relationship from your own place of truth. No comparison, no fitting in a box of what's expected of you from other people. But when we're in the headspace of being unsure, we do for a moment need to see outside of ourselves for just a moment. We need to see them through the eyes of your group chat to whom you've always been asking them what your partner's mixed signals really mean or through the eyes of your mom who hears you so down on yourself when talking about how your partner sometimes makes you feel, right? Not literally from their perspective, but this question, if someone were to tell you that you're a lot like your partner, would you see that as a compliment? It takes you out of your head where you're possibly focused too much on potential and it moves you into reality. That's a reality where you've had those kinds of conversations with your friends or your mom. That's a reality where maybe the reality is not the potential you've been convincing yourself it is. And that's really the power of this question. It forces you to look beyond potential, to look beyond the you know one or two good things that you've been hanging on to, but blocking out the rest. It forces you to look at the rest. It forces you to look at reality instead of just potential. And, you know, hopefully you ask yourself this question and you're like, yes, yes, my partner, I would love to be like my partner. That is such a compliment. This is definitely a compliment because all of these amazing qualities they have, and then you rattle them off and you're like, yeah, that is great. But maybe you ask yourself this question and all you could think of is, you know, that one, one or two things that you like about your partner that you really hang your hat on, but you realize the rest has maybe been a bit of a projection. The rest has been blocked out in your head in favor of those one or two things. So that is the power of this question. If someone were to tell you that you're a lot like your partner, would you see that as a compliment to you? So who are they? Who are they really? The whole person, not the one thing amidst the other things, the whole person, the entire enchilada. Are those qualities, all of them, a compliment to you? Certainly, of course, asterisks here. Not everyone is perfect. It's not going to be a list of only amazing things. Everyone has little bits of darkness they carry alongside of the light, but this question is meant to snap you out of the headspace that a lot of us find ourselves in. Call it a, a gray area or ambiguity or projection or blind hope, where we've grasped onto one or two things we really like about them, right? Deservedly so. Maybe they're a good communicator and they're funny, right? One, two. Good qualities, no doubt. And we've really grabbed onto those and we've projected them into this larger than life image of who they are. We use those one or two things to project a fantasy version of them into the future. But the reality is, and the larger picture tells a different story. It shows the other sides to them. Maybe they're jealous and controlling or they don't listen to you or they're self-centered and so on and so forth. Potential versus reality. And so if someone were to say you're just like them, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? They're a good communicator. Okay, yes, great. That is a compliment to me. I'm a good communicator. They're funny. Okay, yes, that's a compliment. I'd like to be perceived as funny. They're jealous. Uh, that's not really a compliment. They're controlling. No, they're, they don't listen. No, they're self-centered. No. All right, so you get it. The question forces you to get real about who they really are, 
beyond those one or two good things to who they really are. Because at the end of the day, back to the practical application of this question, your partner is a reflection of who you are and you're a reflection of who they are. Sometimes it's that simple. And we need to find a way amidst all the things that cloud our vision, like fear of starting over or our own insecurities that, you know, we try to quiet them by highlighting only the good things about our relationship or past pain or future doubt and all these things, the things that make noise in our heads. We need to find a way to cut through those things and get to the core of who our partner really is, the good and the bad. And certainly there will always be good and bad. Of course, that is life. But you deserve to be with someone where, frankly, the good outweighs the bad, like drastically so, of course. And we can only sit in the headspace of potential for so long, because the longer we do, the further we grow away from reality, from the full picture. And we end up hoping that, you know, a frog will turn into a prince. We end up denying that past behavior is probably the best indication of future behavior. We deny those things. We deny that reality in place of one or two highlight reels. Call that headspace rose-colored glasses, right? And there's this quote from the, the, the TV series Bo Jackman that says, you know, it's funny when you look at someone through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. <laughs> That's it. When you look through your rose-colored glasses, that is potential, all the flags look just like flags. That's exactly it. So this question gives color to those flags. It takes the gray away and it replaces them with green or red, right? And I hope you see, I hope you take those glasses off and you see a sea of green flags. Truly, I really do. I hope my episodes here don't like encourage breakups or being savage or anything like that. That's not the intention. The intention is to make you examine yourself and your true intuition and to find what's real and what's not real and celebrate, hopefully, the great things that you've led yourself into. But in the instances where you take those glasses off and you see more red flags than you thought existed in that little potential version you've been projecting, I also hope you realize why. You know, you're human and you do the very human thing of looking at your relationship as something that you'd like it to be rather than something that it actually is. Projection, hope. And I think that's normal. I think it makes sense. You and I both, we want to see the best in other people. We practice empathy. We see, you know, the past and, and the good, and we choose to highlight the good. But to be fully in the relationship you deserve, you have to be willing to see the full picture. You can't just cherry pick things that ignore the rest and hope they never come back to bite you. Right? You have to be able to see the full picture and make a decision from there. But that's a step that a lot of us skip. We attach ourselves to a couple of good things and we beat that drum instead of seeing the full picture. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with 
BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. So the question, if someone were to tell you that you're a lot like your partner, would you see that as a compliment? Well, what do you see? What would the outside world see when looking at your partner? What would, what would it see without you being there to guide them, without you being there to be like, oh, uh, you know, that's an old picture of them <laughs> or without you making an excuse for them or without you saying, oh, you know, that was just a really busy time or stressful time. What would you see if you were to look objectively at the full picture and make a list of as many qualities as you can see? The good ones, the ones you love, and the ones you block out. Would those be compliments to you if someone were to say you're just like them? That's up to you to decide, of course, but hopefully in the process, you move into reality and not just potential. And from there, you can make the best decision for yourself. Hopefully, it's a great affirming one. Yes, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. And you know, realize that you deserve to be with someone who exists as they are today with the right mix of qualities that suit you today. And you to them, of course, not someone you have to mold into that person, not someone you have to turn a blind eye to large parts of who they are in favor of the small ones. And you could also probably approach this question from the other side too. What compliment do you want to receive about yourself? And then would your partner be worthy of receiving the same compliment? And it's okay, right, to be with someone who's the opposite of you. Don't get lost in the semantics of this question, right? It's, it's great to be with someone who's different, whose differences balance out. Like if their role is to be the aloof one and you're more of a planner and type A person, that's fine, right? Don't take that as an insult in this exercise. I'm talking about qualities that reflect you, right, that reflect them. Big ones, listening, understanding, loyalty, communication, empathy, boring qualities. We're talking about them here, I suppose, but these are the ones that make all of the difference. Your partner is a reflection of you, not only as someone who you're going to spend possibly the rest of your life with, but also that, you know, you're co-signing their qualities and their behavior as things that you think are good, good enough for you. Their behavior is a reflection of you. So look at their behavior, look at their qualities. That's the only way to know, to get real and to get honest, to take off the rose-colored glasses and look at their entire person, not just the glowing parts. What would, you, what would you say if someone were to say you're just like your partner? Is that a compliment? I hope the answer is yes. But if the answer is not yes, then you have something to consider, to realize that, yeah, of course, the whole point of dating in the beginning is potential. 
you have to see potential and explore it and confirm it's there. That could take a while, right? You have to live in potential for some time. But if you only look at potential, then you and me, we totally disregard reality and the red flags or the misalignment. We're not talking about necessarily bad people. We're just talking about lack of compatibility that might be present. So, you know, being practical here, what separates potential from reality? Well, it's the word I love to talk about, and that word is effort. Does their effort actually exist, both with your rose-colored glasses on and off? So I say, make a list of what you want in a partner. Start with adjectives, right? I want someone who is kind and honest and motivated and understanding. But now ask yourself for proof, right? It's, it's easy to project adjectives. Ask yourself for proof. What verbs do they do that support them being kind and honest and motivated and understanding? Turn those adjectives to verbs and kind of audit. It's the only way to break the way you've been projecting potential onto a reality that might not support it. What verbs align with the adjectives that you say are present in your partner? I hope you'll find a nice long list for each adjective where you can say, yes, they genuinely are verbing. You know, the flip side though, no verbs might be an indication that you've locked onto only potential. And you should do this exercise for yourself too, right? I've talked about this before. Make a list of adjectives of the way you should be with someone when you know they're right for you. That's you being supportive and present and honest. Now ask yourself, what verbs are you doing that support that you are that way and not just projecting a day when you'll be that way? I hope you find a nice long list of verbs there too. But if you don't find that coming easily, perhaps that's a sign you're not there as much as you're projecting yourself to be there. We play a large role into buying into our own potential, right? So a familiar topic that I love to talk about here, find verbs or find a lack of verbs. And I think there you'll find the clarity you need to be looking for in the first place. And it starts with this question. If someone were to say you're just like your partner, who they are, what they do, their adjectives, their verbs, would you see that as a compliment? So that's it. I'll end it right there. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share it with a friend. And if you could take 30 seconds to give the show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would greatly appreciate that. So thank you for doing that. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care.
Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.